Welcome to Word of Life Family Church, where we strive to grow in our relationship with God, our family, and our community. We believe it's no accident you're listening today, and we pray you'll hear something to strengthen, encourage, and inspire you to fulfill your God-given destiny. Now let's get to the message, which is already in progress. We're going to take a break today from our series. We've been in a series uh, called Raise the Bar. And we're going to take a break, and I just wanted to encourage moms today. I just wanted to take some time to encourage moms, but also understand that we all need encouragement. So if you're not a mom uh, or you're not a lady, don't worry. You're going to receive something because God is that good, and he's going to encourage us. But, but I do want us to understand that moms face a lot of stuff. And, uh, and women face a lot of stuff, and, and I know that, you know, uh, we all know that. But we're going to look at this a little bit and, and try to enjoy the thought that God has uh, called us, he's appointed us, he's anointed us, and uh, we're able to fulfill this life better than we think we can because Christ is that good. Amen? So let's turn, we're gonna, we have some foundational scriptures we're going to look at today. Proverbs chapter 31, we're going to turn there, so if you have your Bibles, turn there. Uh, you know... The Bible says, as we're talking and honoring women, we just got to honor moms where honors do. The Bible says this. It says, a good woman is hard to find and worth far more than, a, than diamonds. This definitely includes moms. Uh, and uh, so if, if, if you're a mom today, I just want you to know how much we care for you. I also re- recognize that in a day like this, um, sometimes it can be difficult because some of us don't have our moms with us, either not in present or um, they've gone to be with the Lord. And that's hard, too. Uh, but I want to be an encouragement today to let you know that God is can, can fill that gap. He's that good. And uh, if you lean into him, I, I promise you um, th- that uh, he will take care of our, our needs. So today I want to encourage. How many want to be encouraged today? Yeah. Amen? How many like encouragement? Yeah. How many, I, I mean, I, I like encouragement. It's like I thrive on encouragement. You know, I, there's a lot of things that get difficult. In life, but someone—if there's someone backing me, encouraging me—man, I feel like I can conquer everything. You know, it's just something about that encouragement, and that's really scriptural. That's what God says. He, he wants us to be encouraged as we rest in Him, and so um, I'm excited about that. Now, let's read Proverbs chapter 31. Um, we're going to look at this um, as we look at moms and wives, and in, in, in general, we can see the truth of God's word. In uh, verse 26, it says, "When she speaks, she has something worthwhile to say." And she always says it kindly. She keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins in with words of praise. He says, many women have done wonderful things, but you have outclassed them all. Charm can mislead and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in the face of the fear of God. Give her everything she deserves. Festoon her life with praises. Declarate, drape her, embellish. I thank God for you, and you should thank God too. Amen? This is a beautiful example of what God says about a godly woman. And if you're a lady today, I want to tell you, God has great plans for you. I want to remind you that because I know that us guys are difficult. I know our kids are difficult. I know this world can be really silly and crazy and hard. And I want to remind you that God has a great plan for you. Even in the midst of, of, of this current state stage in your life, whatever stage your life is, I found you know, over the years now that 
I felt like, you know, when our kids were young, I know Michelle felt this way, that it felt like that was like, you know, that was life. That's all we, it was like wiping noses and, and bottoms, and that, that was like the life. And, and then you're like, oh, man. And then as I get older, it's like now you're, you're, <laughs> now you're trying to keep track of them. They're on the road. They're doing different things. And you're like, oh, man. And then now I'm finding myself now as a, uh, as a dad that's got uh, empty nests, so to speak, and they're out and about. It's like, man, I feel like we'll pray more for them now than when they were two. You know, it's just, it just it's amazing. And, and so I want to, to encourage you today, and no one feels this more than moms. No one feels this more than ladies. Statistics show that something like 75 mothers, women, have the following challenges. Low self-esteem, loneliness, stress from too many demands, lack of time with husband or kids or self, confusion about discipline. They're, they're often follow the, the, the challenge of needing for outside role models, training their children. There's so many other many reasons why mothers need encouragement. It reminds me, I came across this, this cartoon. Shows a psychiatrist talking to a mother. Says, let's see, he said, you spend 50% of your energy on your job, 50% energy on your husband, 50% of your percent on your children. I think I see what the problem is. That's moms. Moms are overworked and underpaid. Amen. Okay, good. We got... One mom. Amen. So I, I just want to bring some encouragement. I want to remind you of this. Uh, if you have a handout, let's follow along. We're going to get right into this because I want to let you out early today. Number one, God knew you before you were formed, mom. Ladies, guys, children of God, God knew you before you were formed. And why that's important is because if he knew you, he has a plan for you. And if he has a plan for you, if he has that plan, he will fulfill that plan. If we'll rest in him. Psalms chapter 139, 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the, day, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to pass. See, the truth of the matter is God knew you before you were formed. God knew you, and as we see here, he's formed you wonderfully. And what that means is that he's also called you for such a time as this. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You were no surprise to him. No matter where, how you came about, you were not a surprise. In fact, you were deeply loved. God loved you. The Bible says before we were formed, he knew us. And the Bible says when he knew us, that's intimate. That's not just a happenstance. That's not just an acquaintance. That means he actually knew us. And that brings comfort. We're no surprise. Even if mom and dad were surprised... God was not. He's the author of life. He's the finisher of our faith. It reminds me of a story. When God made mothers. It's kind of long and lengthy. But I appreciate it. By the time the Lord made mothers, 
he was into his sixth day of working overtime. An angel appeared and said, why are you spending so much time on this one? And the Lord answered, have you seen the spec sheet for her? She has to be completely washable, but not plastic. Have 200 movable parts, all replaceable. Run on black coffee and leftovers. Have a lap that can hold three children at one time and that disappears when she stands up. Have a kiss that can cure anything from a scraped knee to a broken heart and have six pairs of hands. The angel was astounded at the requirements for this one. Six pairs of hands? No way, said the angel. The Lord replied, oh, it's not the hands out of the problem. It's the three pairs of eyes that mothers must have. And that's just the standard model. The Lord nodded in agreement. Yep, one pair of eyes are to see through the closed doors as she asked her children what, they, what they're doing, even though she already knows. Another pair in the back of her head to see what she, what she needs to know, even though no one thinks she can. And the third pair are here in the front of her head so that she can look forward at a child and say that she understands even when they're upset. The angel tried to stop the Lord. It's too much work for one day. Wait till tomorrow to finish. But I can't, the Lord present the test. I'm so close to finishing this creation that this is so close to my heart. She already heals herself. And she is, when she is sick, she can feed a family of six on a pound of burger and get nine-year-olds to stand in the shower. The angel moved closer and touched the woman. But you've made her so soft, Lord. She's soft, the Lord agreed, but I've also made her tough. You have no idea what she can endure or accomplish. She will, be, will she be able to think, asked the angel. The Lord replied, not only will she be able to think, she will be able to reason and negotiate, even with a two-year-old. The angel then noticed something and reached out and touched the woman's cheek. Oops, it looks like you have a leak in this model. I told you that you were, go- you were trying to put this too much into this one. That's not a leak, the Lord objected. That's a tear. What's the tear for, the angel asked. The Lord said the tear is her way of expressing her joy, her sorrow, and her pride. The angel was impressed. You're a genius, Lord. You thought of everything. For mothers are truly amazing. God knew you before you were formed. He put all of these things. I know this isn't theologically correct, but it is absolutely amazing what God has put in each one of our ladies. What a blessing it is to have women in our lives and be willing to give and to be a godly woman is important. See, God had a plan and a purpose for your life before you were born. Before you were born. Before you were born. I, I just want, I, I don't know why I keep, I keep wanting to say that over and over. God hasn't forgotten you. I know at times you might feel forgotten, underlooked, underappreciated, but God has not forgotten you. God loves you. He cares for you. He's got a call for you, and he's equipped you. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5, The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, chosen you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I've appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I want to remind you, moms, that you are a prophet to your kids, to your husbands. I want to remind you, moms, dads, people of God, you are a prophet to the nations. You are to go forth and to speak the gospel. The gospel will speak for itself as you begin to share it. I promise you, 
that God will move and do what he says he'll do. Take heed, learn, accept, and believe. Esther was born at a certain time and place for a divine moment. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom at such a time as this, it says. I want to remind you, moms, dads, wives, children even. God has called you for such a time as this. Now we know in that scripture that that was Mordecai talking to Esther, reminding us that we should, not only are we equipped, but we should step up. That it's a reminder that it's, he's called us for this time, this purpose. And so I tell you this because sometimes it's easy for all of us to get focused on the day-to-day and realize that in the day-to-day, God's going to take care of those days. But God wants us to look outside of that because we have purpose. We need to rise up. If Esther, would have, if Esther wouldn't have risen up, a nation would not have been saved. Listen, we have to understand that the, the, the power of God in your life whoever you are, is strong, it's mighty, and it's good. But it takes a willingness to believe that we have been chosen. And when we believe that we're chosen, we'll act and we'll respond in the way that God wants us to do. That leads me to number two, which is very simply, God has equipped you. God has equipped you. Now I know this is no profound statement, but sometimes we forget. We forget. We think we don't have the equipment. I know there were times that, as I was raising kids, I know Michelle, was, as she was raising kids, really, I was only there helping. She did all the heavy work. I know there were times when she felt, I'm not ready for this. I can't handle this. I know that we felt that way even as our adult children are out and doing their thing. We're not equipped for this, God. But that's not true. God is the equip. He is the one who equips us and he doesn't mess up. And so I want to remind you, you are equipped. You are able to handle what you are facing. God is good all of the time, even when we don't understand. If we rest in that truth and understand that He has equipped you, you're able to accomplish it, just as Esther did, that you've called your royal position at such a time as this. I also want to remind you, moms, dads, wives, children, I want to remind you of this. This is important because this is one of the enemy's tactics Your past mistakes do not disqualify you for the call of God on your life. Your mistakes don't do it. Even when we yelled at our kids, maybe we shouldn't have been so harsh. Listen, God's grace and His mercy are sufficient for us. He's able to walk us through that. Amen? Your past mistakes don't disqualify you. I was, forgot to, to, to grab one, but uh, everybody knows what a $20 bill is, right? How many know that $20 bill, if it says $20, it has value? It has the value of that $20. Even if I were to take that $20 bill and I were to crush it and I were to spit on it, ripe some mud on it, guess what? Even amongst that, does it change its value? It's the same. I know that sometimes we feel that way. We feel like, man, I'm just getting cr- crushed in life. Spout on, mud on, dirty, just things of life trying to bog us down. I want to remind you, even though we face those challenges and issues, your value does not change. Your past does not define you. God, the author and the finisher of faith, is the one that defines you. He's the one that says it. His truth is right, and it will prevail. 
we've got to rest in that. Amen? Number three, there is purpose in every season of life. Now this can be difficult to hear, but there is purpose. There's something that God can do even in the midst of hardship and challenge. I want to remind you that even when we felt heavy laden, God is still moving and He's still doing. I I want to say that again. Even when we're hard pressed, even when we find ourselves in a place of confusion or being overwhelmed by life, there's purpose to be had. There's a possibility because when God's on the scene, He can make what the enemy meant for evil, He can turn for good. In fact, that's His desire. That's His sovereignty. That's who He is. That's what He does best. He, takes, he makes masterpieces out of messes. You've been chosen. You've been called. You've been purposed. And there's purpose in this season. I know there's some like, not this season. That's all nice and dandy, but not this season, Pastor. This one is rough. This one's difficult. Listen, this is the place where God works the best. Because when we surrender and say, God, I can't. When I can't, God can. When I release and say, God, I give it to you, He says, I've been waiting for you to do that very thing. He's called you. He's equipped you. For my thoughts, He says, are not your thoughts. And my ways are not your ways. Rest in me. Trust in me. Let me lead you. The truth of the matter is, this is life and death for each one of us. We need to believe this. See, we know that relationship with God is contingent on one thing and one thing alone, that we would believe in that truth. The Bible says that we should believe the word of God and it will be so. His promises are yes and amen. And so we have to renew our mind. And so I want to remind you today that you are called and appointed. We all have purpose. Moms, wives, dads, kids, you have purpose. I don't think we hear that enough at times. But I want to remind you, you have a great purpose. Your purpose is found in God's Word, in His truth. It says that before the form, He formed the earth, he, planned, he had plans for you. And then He goes on to say in John chapter 3, verse 16, He says, For God so loved the world that He gave His Son for you, so that you believe in Him and not perish. See, the truth of it is He desires to have relationship with us. And that is our number one responsibility is to have a personal relationship with God. I remind you of this because I know moms especially, we kind of, sometimes we get the busiest life. It's like who has time for anything else? I want to remind you that when you put your foundation on the Father, the Father will carry you and keep you. Put Him first. Seek first the kingdom and the righteousness and all of these things be added to you. Number one reason we're alive. The number one reason we are alive in this earth is to have a relationship with the Father. Without Him, we can't accomplish what we're to accomplish. Without Him, we'll constantly be fatigued, overwhelmed. God doesn't call that for us. He calls us more than conquerors in Christ. 
He calls us overcomers. Let's call on His name. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father, we love You and we praise You today. God, I thank You for this day. I thank You for our moms. I pray, Father, that they would hear the Word, Your Word today. That they are called and equipped. God, I just speak life over every mom and wife today. Every, every person here that maybe doesn't have a mom today. Doesn't have their children with them today. Whatever the case, whatever the enemy is trying to steal the joy, Father, we speak life back into that situation in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that if anyone doesn't know that they can have a relationship with you through Christ Jesus, that they would receive you now. Father, I pray that our hearts are compelled to want to know you, to have a relationship with you, so that we can fulfill the call that you have for each one of us. God, I pray that we would make our relationship first place with you. That, Father, at every place, at every situation, that we would put you at the forefront of our hearts and minds so we can able to be, we're able to accomplish what you've called us to accomplish. It's only through you. Father, we thank you for it today. And so we give invitation in this moment that if anyone has not received you as Lord and Savior, that they would do so in this moment. I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me today. Whether you're here or you're watching online. Say, Father God, I thank you for being God. For being good. For being awesome. Thank you for sending Jesus. So we could have relationship. We receive Jesus. Forgive us of our sin. Make us a new creation. We receive it now. In Jesus' name, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. In Jesus' name. Now say this with me. God, I'm an overcomer. Because you are an overcomer. I thank you I can do what you've called me to do. Because you called me to do it. I declare it now. As so. Because you said it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet. I told you I was going to let you out early. I mean, moms deserve that. Amen. I know <clears throat> that a message like this can sound simple, but it's so important that we grab the truth. Because without the foundation of the truth of seeing who we are in Christ, we can't go much deeper than that. We have to have that foundation. We have to have a strong understanding of that. And that really is what we've been, as we've been walking through this, uh, raised with, raising the bar, Listen, we can only raise the bar as far as we'll believe in our hearts. Let's believe today what God's Word says. Amen? Be encouraged. Be of good cheer because God loves you. He called you. He equipped you. You're going to do it. You're going to make it. Because God is good. Amen? 
We hope you've enjoyed this message from Word of Life Family Church. If you're ever in the area, please join us for one of our Sunday services at 10 a.m. or for Bible study on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. For more information, check out our website at wordoflifefamilychurch.org or call us at 715-339-2207. Thanks for joining us today, and may the Lord richly bless you. Yeah.